This is Tales of Swordfall. Episode 10, Ali Brawl. She grabs the blanket and pulls it over her head and looks out the eye hole in her door and Lucy's door. What does she see? Uh, when you look, there is an elf woman there. Uh, she looks like she too is trying to hide her identity. And she looks slightly familiar. Okay. Um, Lucy's not there right now. Come back later. Uh, How slightly familiar does she look? Well, it clicks you when she holds up a coin. Oh, it is you. And uh, Tabby undoes all the locks on Lucy's door and opens up the door and lets her in. Uh, and she comes in. She looks around the place. Uh, being a rogue and treasure hunter yourself, you can tell she's kind of casing out the place, but probably for exits. And uh, she kind of she sits down like she owns the place, but what's you probably wouldn't expect anything less from this lady. Yes, there is a couple of exits there and there, if that's what you're looking for. There is not much to steal here. No. So, I heard on the street that uh, you and your friends took a contract this afternoon? Did we take a contract? I don't know. I was sleeping here in the uh, lease apartment. If you said we did, I guess we might have. Uh, I think you met an associate, uh... Jackal about yay high, and she kind of makes a hand motion of somebody who's, you know, no bigger than four feet. I don't know. The last thing I remember was being on the rooftop. <laughs> You're going to have to refresh my memory on this one because, uh, uh yeah. Last, so, like, last game we played, I was on a rooftop with the dude that was chasing us, and uh, let's see. Um, so, as I said, we rewound time, and uh, the whole market scene that happened at the very end of the last game actually didn't really happen. Um, and she's referring to Jackal, the halfling who uh, you all attacked in Taz's apartment last time, until uh, he mentioned there was a contract on Willis, and um, Ray was very adamant about taking that contract even though they don't get along ah uh, yes the contract on the, that that person yes I do remember that what about it well it was, you said to uh, keep a lookout for certain things and I thought this would help you he was spotted outside the north gate the north gate very good well, thank you. Anything else of help? She shrugs. 
I you can roll an insight to see if like she's holding something back. You can kind of tell that she's like not telling you everything. Everything comes with a price. So what do you want to know in return from what you are holding back? Is it maybe a little, I don't know. And she kind of like rubs her finger uh, down the elf's face. Little play? Um, she backs up a little. <laughs> and just kind of rubs her fingers together. The international sign of coin. <laughs> coin, of course. Um, she flips her five gold pieces. And uh, she, if you like, literally flip them in there, she'll just pinch them and stick them in her pocket. Yeah, he uh, was hiring a bunch of thugs. Whoever he's meeting up there is um, probably in some trouble. Uh, the Western Gates and thugs. I, uh, I wonder how long ago that was when they left. And uh, when did you see them? When, when was the occurrence? Uh, about an hour, two ago. Hour or two ago, and do you know who they hired the ducks from? Uh. She flips her two more gold pieces. She smiles. Oh, they're a bunch of known, well, adventurers. She does the fake quotations. They're basically bandits who go up and down the uh, coast. They can't get into the city because, well, the guards would probably catch them. The people that hired the uh, the thugs are bandits that can... Okay. And they were seen at the West Gate with the, uh, Jack with the jackal. North Gate. North Gate. The uh, not the jackal. Uh, the Willis guy. Okay. Tabby deliberately didn't say his name, just in case. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, she kind of gives you directions, and it starts forming in your head that it sounds like about the same place that uh, everybody was going to meet up at uh, with uh, Morrison at. Well, uh... I appreciate uh, you coming to tell me, and here is five more gold to keep your uh, mouth shut. And if you want to come back and see me for other things, let me know. You seemed curious before we first met. She winks at you and takes the five gold. We'll see if our paths cross again. Very well. And, and she sees her out. Yep. And she puts up her head and sticks to the shadows and goes out of the apartment. Tabby quickly relocks the doors uh, and then goes through the window and scales the building and she's off to where the north gate is. Cool. Back to the fight. Cracketer, <laughs> it's the top of the round. It is your turn. Yes, sir. Um... Well, Krakatur is going to rage. 
He's gonna get angry. Um, so everyone within the ten foot radius is gonna have to make a deck save. Or they're uh, and then it's gonna be uh one D six light lightning damage or half on the success. Uh so how big is the radius? Ten feet. Ten? Yeah. Man, I swear, Morrison is going to take more from friendly fire than anything else. Please don't kill my brother. It's not the plan. Hey, uh... Um, ignore the roll part. It's going to be... Four damage or those. I think it's it was a thirteen. Yeah, thirteen DC. Uh it will only take two. Wonderful. Okay. So you are enraged. Uh you had that happen. I believe you still have an attack action. And or yeah. Movement. Yeah, and I totally forgot that uh, I have two attacks a turn last turn, and I'm kicking myself for that one. <laughs> um, but I, I'm actually going to attempt to uh, grapple Willis. Oh, okay. Uh, so that's athletics, and he gets to roll either athletics or uh, dexterity. I will have advantage on that uh, because that is a strength based check. Okay. Awesome. Because barbarian things. Yep. Yep. Alrighty. Bring it on, Willis. Oh, what? <laughs> Hold up. <laughs> no! Uh, yeah, he uh, slips out of your grasp uh, with that um, nat 20. Actually... I think with that, he's gonna... Plus 12? Yeah. He's gonna push you. He's gonna put you down. Okay. I'll get you for that. <laughs> oh, man. That is no bueno. <laughs> yeah, he's gonna push you back, like, just, you know, five feet. Oh, I thought he's gonna push me prone. Yeah, he's just gonna push you back. You don't want none of your lightning damage. Well, he took it regardless, so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, uh, any other things you can do? Nope, I'm a barbarian. On to the next person. Antaz, you are the next person. Okay. I am going to just get, like, a little closer. Not very much closer. Just, like, a little bit. And cast Dissonant Whispers. I'm going to need the yellow guy there to make a wisdom saving throw. Yep, because mooks are so good at all these. Mm-hmm. And what happens if he fails? He takes 3d6 psychic damage and must run as far away from me as he can. Okay, uh, roll it. Nine. 
Okay, uh, he's already taken some damage before. And uh, what does this look like when, uh, well, you kill him? Just blood starts trickling very slowly out of his nose and ears, and he just falls over. That's horrible, but yeah. lovely. <laughs> Bard, man. All right, that's the end of my turn. Awesome. Uh, Morrison realizes that he's a little bit in over his head and pieces out and goes next to Taz and then actually uh, pulls out a ranged weapon. So Morrison pulls out um, what looks like a light crossbow and aims very carefully and shoots the blue guy on the roof. And just like in any movie, the blue guy gives out a Wilhelm scream and basically falls down to the ground. Now it's Willis's turn. Willis is feeling pretty beaten up, but he he does not want to uh he he wants this fight to be finalized. So it's either Ray or him and uh yeah, it's probably going to be Ray, but who knows. So once again, he takes out his rapiers and he's going to start swinging toward Ray, and the first, the first swing actually his uh, misses Ray, but the second one hits her for twelve damage. Where is he aiming for? Uh he's aiming wherever he can hit you. He's aiming for your arms. I think he's trying to disarm you. I flip him off. <laughs> and that's his turn uh flea it is your turn so i'm looking over at willis and i'm still really not liking this guy so i'm gonna run right here and i'm gonna take my two sharpshooter shots at the big man himself cool Go for it. Uh, that one's probably not going to hit. <laughs> nope. Level and I'm just going to reload for my next. That's even better. <laughs> oh, no. Okay, uh, let's see. You have uh, four viable other targets that you weren't aiming for. Uh, roll me a 1d4. Oh, God. Okay, um, yeah, um, you know, I'll call, count from the other way. So, Ray was two, 
Red Dude is three. And Dang it. <laughs> you do twenty points of piercing damage? That's sharpshooter. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, this guy uh gets pinned to the wall by accident. You just miss Willis. He like dodges out of the way, Matrix style, and it just gets the guy right behind him. I'm just gonna please gonna mutter to himself exactly what I was trying to do. Perfect. And I'm gonna take my action action surge. <laughs> okay. And I'm gonna shoot Willis some more or pepper around him, I guess. <laughs> Okay, he's still pretty good. <laughs> well, you you uh, miss everyone, at least. Okay, and my last one. Wow. <laughs> you have some very average rules tonight. Yeah, I guess so. And I'm just, I'm going to sit down after that, I think. <laughs> I'm just going to have my feet dangling off the roof, and I'm just going to kind of watch my friends for a second. <laughs> So, Ray, it is your turn. Cool. I'm a little hurt, but that's okay. Because I'm gonna uh, use my bonus action to use... Oh, how many channel divinities do I have? Oh, no, I don't have another channel divinity. What a bitch. Okay. No, I didn't have to use Radiant Consumption for that. Okay, I'm gonna use my channel divinity to cast Vow of Enmity on this mother jerk. Okay. Uh, essentially, I get advantage on him until he dies. Oh, cool. And that's on top of the hunter's mark, or do that's you have on top of hunter's mark? It's not. It's channel divinity. It's not a concentration. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's right. So I'm gonna go at him with my long sword, and that's a 19 to hit for. Yeah, that is a hit. Um, plus my level, the five. Plus three, so eight, nine, ten, so eighteen points of radiant damage on the on the first hit. Wow. And then again, this is sixteen hit. Uh, no. Mother bitch. You missed slightly. Uh, but cool. Willis is looking pretty beaten up too. Cool. That's my turn. Okay, it's all the goons' turn. There are less and less goons to fire at you guys, but... Now, this guy's going to be brave. He's going to be like, no, I'm going to hit our target. <sighs> So Also, by the way, again, once again, everybody was supposed to take another three points of radiant damage, including Krakatur and ooh. not Blue Guy. Okay. And Willis. Thank you for uh, reminding us. This girl is on fire! Probably literally. That's a little scary. Uh, yeah, so Mr. Blue Bandit comes up to uh, Ray, and uh, he's a little 
shaken. You know, he's not used to going after people who are, you know, glowing and going Super Saiyan and, you know, whenever they hit someone, just beams of radiance just suddenly happen. Um, he swings and he just completely misses. And he drops his sword and just kind of lifts his hand and starts walking away very slowly. Uh, if you have a reaction left, uh, Ray, you can try to hit this dude. I do have a reaction. 25. And you cut him down. And he also takes five po additional five points. <laughs> and you turn him into dust. Excellent. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I like him. Dusty. Oh, yeah. And the rest of these guys are just going to pepper the streets with their light crossbows, hoping that they hit anyone. And they miss everyone in the alley. Great. These are very effective thugs. We're going to turn our attention back to Tabby for a minute or two. Uh, so, you jump out the window and the streets are alive with the nightlife of the entertainment district. Um, you notice that there are horses, uh, you know, uh, not parked. I'm going to use the term parked anyways, even though I know that's the incorrect word for it. Uh, you see horses hitched. and, uh, hitched? Yeah. Ah! There we go. You see horses hitched. Uh, you see wagons going up and down the streets. There are crowds. It's easy to blend in. But okay. your friends sound like they might be in trouble. How far is it to the north gate? Uh, if you just go walking by foot, it's about an hour. Uh, your chances are better if you either start running or maybe steal a horse. I'll run. Alright, uh, give me an athletics check. She has that uh, tabaxi running thing. Oh, uh, how does that work? Burst of speed when you move on your... Hold on. I'll just put it in the box. Oops, I hit the wrong one. Here we go. Yeah, that's dark vision. Yeah, that's dark vision. I just saw it. Agility. Your reflexes and agility allow you to move with burst of speed when you move on your turn. Ah, yeah, that's gonna cut down the time. Okay, so thirty minutes. Yep. And we don't know what where you are in the timeline, so you might get there in roll me a one d four. Okay, this will be interesting. So you're running through the streets. Like, what does this look like as you're like just 
running through the streets through these crowds and everything. She's keeping to the shadows as much as possible. It's nighttime, right? Yes. It's a good evening. It's it's nighttime, and uh, the moon isn't quite a new moon yet. There's still a sliver, so all the dark areas are pretty dark. Okay, keeping to the shadow, the parts that she thinks that would be a faster route to uh, climb and parkour on, she will do that, um, and she will also keep her hood up to cover her face and her ears as much as possible. Okay, and just for fun and flavor, give me an acrobatics roll. <laughs> that one. <laughs> okay. Um, so what is tripping you up? So, well, she was trying to do the parkour move. She didn't realize that it had rained during her catnap, and she reached for a ledge of the building and slipped and fell flat on her back in a pot in a in some mud in a puddle of mud. Oof, no good. She, yep, she rolls over and ducks behind um, a couple of barrels, and she does have a necklace that allows her to cleanse her body once a day by licking it. So she activates her licking necklace, which its giant tongue comes out and just licks her whole body, and it's clean. And then she continues on her way. I imagine bad, like, 90s kids CGI, like, uh, sitcom CGI, like, just kind of happens. But that's in my head. Yeah, and uh, you are running, and hopefully you'll get there in time. Thank you for listening to Tales of Swordfall. Please consider listening to these podcasts. A long, long time ago, in a land far away named Phylor, there were four legendary adventurers. We are the Adventurers Four, renowned across the land. Using their cunning and strength, the party defeats many monsters and saves many lives. Nick takes uh, her fairy blade and stabs it into his other eyeball. Oh, oh my god! god! Can, can Hugo jump on my back? Do I cast Expeditious Retreat? Like, yeah. Uh, can Bob roll a d20 for me? I don't like that. I, I don't like how you ask that. D20 business. What if I rolled a one? What if I told you I just rolled a one? Come and join us weekly at How the Quest Was Won. Found anywhere where podcasts are located. Purchase not necessary. No real magic was used in the making of this podcast. Please remember to like, share, comment, and subscribe.